if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. You're with Alana and Jade, and today we're giving you the lowdown on digital ads. Mm-hmm. So we have talked about some ads in the past. Um, you might have heard if you're an avid Marketing Margaritas listener, <laughs> but you all are, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Poor things. <laughs> um, so today we're just going into the different platforms for you to give you a, a bit of an understanding if things aren't making sense. So... One part of your digital marketing is digital ads. Digital ads are just like regular ads. So you might be running, used to running ads on radio or TV or press. These ads are just online. So it's just a different platform, just a different space that they're hanging out. What are the benefits of having them online? Okay, so the benefits of digital ads is that firstly you get data from them, like actual real data, not just, you know, random potential billboard numbers. <laughs> we reached 50,000 people. <laughs> Look, very possible, I'm sure. Mm. But with the data for digital ads, I guess it's it's also very accessible to you. So because people can click on them, um, whether that's going through to your e-commerce site or your socials or whatever it is that you're advertising, you can then track the data. So you can see how many people, you know, matter, no matter what ad or platform it's on, you can see how many people actually saw your ad and then how many people engaged with it. So how many actually clicked on it to then go further. So getting that kind of data, obviously, there's just no other channel that offers that except for digital. Um, it's also affordable because, it. yeah, it's incredibly cost efficient um, versus traditional advertising, which is very blanket style. So, you know, sorry to pick on TV, but for example, with TV, we can go, okay, we think that um, Better Homes and Gardens has this particular type of audience and we, you know, are going to spend however much money on a TV ad to get to that particular audience. And potentially reach X amount of people. Yeah. Potentially. Exactly. Um, And then say that you wanted to change up your ad, you know, there's a whole extra cost, like quite a significant cost in changing things, et cetera. Or if you want to be running a few different ads um, to give you some different touch points with that audience. Um, And again, the demographics, it's, it's not that it's not based in data. It's just that there's a lot of guesstimating involved. However, with digital ads, because you can say, okay, my audience is 50 to 60-year-old women, that's who I want to target, and I want women who are in Mackay, Cairns, and Hunter Valley. And have these following interests. Exactly, and I'm going so that the money that you're spending on your digital ad is going just to those people, um, and that's what makes it so cost-efficient. And then if you did want to change up that ad, you can go in and change that ad. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Which is really cool. So there's, yeah, it's just, it's like, that's what makes it so affordable is that the money you're spending is 100% going in front of the person that you want it to be going to. And then that gives you more flexibility to update your ad until it becomes a high converting ad. So it actually gets them to do something. Whereas if it was on TV and you've got an ad running and then, you know, like a week later, you might have people coming into your store and you're like, oh, I wonder if they're coming from the TV ad. Like it's just, <laughs> there's so much guessing involved. And a lot of variables, I guess. 
Um, and then, like I said, it's also targeted. So you're really honing in on who you want to target, which makes better use of your time and dollars. So if you are wanting to um, open a branch of your business up in a new area, then you might go, okay, our ideal customers are, you know, this age, this gender, and they kind of like these things or whatever. Then you can do ads that then um, pick those same people, but in a new geographic location to advertise your business. And some of these platforms as well, you can go even deeper where it's like, quick just quickly one feature i really like in ads manager which is facebook's ads platform is that you can actually um choose to advertise to um, people who like your page Mm -hmm. or people who don't like your page (laughs) so if you're wanting to if someone's already following you and you're trying to like branch into that new customer base you can specifically choose people who don't like your page so the money that you are paying Mm -hmm. is going towards people who are more likely to have never even heard of you yeah so again it's just really targeted um and reach Who's not online? Yeah. When it comes to your audience, the people who pay for your products and services, are they, are they not online? Like seriously, are they not online? (laughs) Everyone, certain people watch TV, certain people stream. Um, Some people go to events. Some people don't. Not everyone listens to commercial radio. We have streaming services. (laughs) Podcasts are really big these days. (laughs) But you know what I mean? But everyone pretty much who pays for your product yeah is online so digital ads is where they are a <laughs> <laughs> little bit passionate can you tell <laughs> okay no, not at all <laughs> so now we're going to jump into some ad types for you this is just going to be touching on the different platforms so you've got an overview of what we're looking at yeah our big ones sort of thing because there's like you can do spotify ads pinterest ads like you can do ads on all different um, digital platforms, but we're going to go over the biggies today. Yeah. So first off the rank is Google ads. So this includes search and display Google ads. And Jay's going to describe the difference between them in a moment, as well as YouTube, because Google owns YouTube. It sure does. So search and display, what's the difference? So our search ads are when we are in Google and we type um, that we're looking for a hairdresser in Mackay mm-hmm. and the first few listings um, are the paid... Text-based text, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you search. That's a search ad campaign. Okay. Um, that people are bidding to basically get your attention. Mm-hmm. And then display is a more traditional style of advertising where it's your digital ads will include like a picture, headlines... Um, sometimes it's um, like a display ad, not on Google, but like on say, um, a, a, a you know, website might offer advertising on their website, website on their sidebars. Usually. Yeah. And so that you would give them a, a, an actual ad that you've created. That's like a, you know, a traditional ad with it's laid out the way you want it to be. Yeah. Um, whereas Google ads for display, it's more that you upload a bunch of different photos and videos and mm-hmm. graphics. And then you put in a bunch of different headlines and, and um, uh, body, body text, etc. And then it cycles through those um, and uses them to create, you know, banner ads, side ads, like all different types of ads, mobile ads, ads in apps. Anywhere Google can get it to for you. That reaches that target audience that you want to go for. Um, and then those ads, are um, they also use AI to 
um, basically the ones that the perform the best are the ones over time that they will like show more often to your desired audience so they might go okay um the, this headline and this image and this body copy the when they're all together are the best performing so we'll show it more often to this particular audience because they're the ones that really like it tv ads not gonna do that no <laughs> sorry tv <laughs> it's sure not um and search is the same like you put in all different variables and then and that's part of it is you need to make sure that like the five different headings that you put in all match the different body copies that you put in like sometimes people will like double up on information and stuff because they don't realize that it's a mix it's like a pick and mix kind of situation yeah. happening um so and those display ads um show up on all different um digital platforms that are basically have subscribed subscribe to google's audience network um so there's blogs there's apps there's normal like information websites all kinds of things um, like, for example, one that I use a lot is thesaurus.com. Yeah. And so there's banner banner, and also sidebar um, ads like Embrex and stuff on that one. Yeah. Um, You'll start to see them more now, people, when you're fishing <laughs> yeah. around on the internet. You'll be like, ah, that's, that'll be a Google display ad potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm across these things. And we'll be silently patting you on the back. <laughs> you got this. Yay. And then, yeah, YouTube ads obviously are shown on YouTube. What? <laughs> um, and you've got, you know, there's like display ads and stuff on there. And then you've actually got your video ads. So mm -hmm. my favorite YouTube ad, like the one that we recommend to clients and no one has ever disagreed with me, but probably because I don't really know what I'm talking about, I guess, is the 15 second non-skippable. So, oh, yes. Those are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the longer ads, you know, it's... You don't get the whole message. That's it. It's just a chance of people skipping through it. But also, it, a longer ad, even if someone's interested, it, you're not on YouTube for the ad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I've been watching, like, say, a cooking show or something... And then um, there'll, an ad will come up for something that I'm actually like, oh, that'd be kind of halfway interesting for work. But I don't want to watch that work ad now. I want to see how they made the pavlova, you know. So, yeah, I, I think the 15-second non-skippable. Um, and 15 seconds when done well, it, it's a cost-effective way of doing an ad and it's you know you've got that person's attention for that time and like the geo-targeting and stuff you can do as well like for recruitment campaigns we've done ones that work really well um with like 15 second youtube ads that were geo-targeted to major airports during uh shift changes so we had a client who was we've got a couple of different ones now one the same audience who are looking for like tradespeople and stuff and there was like a bunch of workers coming back from a huge thing finishing in WA. So we geo-targeted the Perth airport and the Brisbane airport for when they were coming back home to Queensland. It did so freaking well, man. Like, you know, it's because what are those people doing when they're at the airport? You know, they're on their phone and nine times out of 10, like they're, they're looking at YouTube, like they're wanting entertainment. Scrolling through Facebook takes two seconds. They're on YouTube. So sorry, I got a bit excited there, but yes. That's, that's the different sort of things you can do with Google Ads. And so then to access it, um, basically you just need to have a Google account, which is free. Um, if you already have Gmail or Google Analytics or Google Business, like if you have any other Google account, then use that same Google account to open a Google Ads account um, because then it keeps all your Google shit together. 
And so basically you just go to Google ads and then you log in using your Google account details and then it'll actually take you step by step to setting up your Google ads account and your first Google ads campaign. Nice. Steps to zero. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's what so many of these platforms are so intuitive. Like obviously we offer, we offer these as services for our clients and stuff probably because they don't actually want to learn about it. But for those of you that are on the DIY track, like 100% do not be afraid to have a crack at these things. No, literally they give you all the prompts and ask you all the questions for what the information they want. So exactly. just follow step by step. And as we love to say, you can't break it. If you break a Google ads, like you want to get a Nobel Prize, like <laughs> it's just not possible. Or Facebook, you're going to get a call from Zuckerberg for sure. <laughs> How did you do this? My God, we have to. You need to come work for Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what that call would be, 100%. All right, so the next ad type that we really love is Facebook ads. We use the Facebook ads manager to do, manager to do this. Um, we've done an episode on it in the past, so check out our show notes. Um, we'll put a link down there for you. Um, so predominantly you see Facebook ads on Facebook. Facebook also owns Instagram, so we can set them up to run over there as well. It's also, um, like, yeah, it's across all of the apps that Google owns. and then Facebook owns. Oh, sorry, yes, that Facebook owns. And then, like Google, Facebook also has its own audience network. Yeah. So, for example, I had a meeting with a client the other day, and she was like, oh, I'm not really sure if we'll do Facebook ads because Facebook's not really our audience. And I was like, no, 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 that's not how that works. <laughs> like, posting, like, all your organic stuff on Facebook, yes, that's about whether people are hanging out on the platform or not. But Facebook's ads manager is really like Facebook is the largest, has largest penetration of any social media platform in Australia. So if you're wanting to reach the most amount of people, um, remembering too, like just because someone's the CEO of an organization, chances are they're on Facebook keeping up with their kids and stuff still sort of there. So there's still people at the end of the day, even if you are going after businesses, etc. Um, but they're not just shown on Facebook. Like Lani said, they're on Instagram because Facebook owns Insta. They're also on um, Marketplace, WhatsApp, Messenger, like all the apps Facebook owns. And then, like I said, they have their own audience network. So audience network is basically just like a group of people who have a group of different websites and apps, etc., that have signed up um, to the, the, the audience network and said, yep, you can show ads to my audience yeah, and then they get a cut of your advertising dollars. Um, so for example, I've done a Facebook ad like through ads manager before and then been playing a game on my phone and the ad came up there. Yeah. So it wasn't a Facebook game or anything. It was like legit, just like an extra game um, because that app was obviously a part of the audience network and I was a part of the targeted demographic that our ad was going after. Which was pretty cool. I was actually pretty excited. I screenshotted it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Ads Manager, it's it goes in a lot of different places and um, it's sort of, even though it's owned by Facebook, it's kind of, you don't necessarily, I wouldn't equate it to being, um, you know, to just being Facebook ads sort of thing. Yeah, and ads, the Facebook ads are really cool because you can do lots of different styles of ads with them as oh. well. You can use video, you can do like a carousel post, so if you've got products that you're selling, 
we see a lot of Kmart ones, as we've mentioned in the past. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what we were talking about before, like the carousel ads is one of my favorite ones. So a carousel one is, um, think of it as like a little set of cards and each card has an image and then a caption. And that's our own link usually. Yeah. And so above it, your post text always stays the same, Mm -hmm. but the, it, it can cycle through Um, those images with their captions and their individual links. So say um, you are going to have an event and you might use each of those cards for the key um, key speakers. Yeah. And so it's like their face and, you know, a line about them and then you click through to read their bio and each of those bios has a buy tickets um, button on on their page sort of thing. So you're not just linking all of them to the buy tickets page, you're linking them to read more about that person and what they're going to talk about. Um, if you've got, you know, different services, different products, obviously that's a really good way of using carousel ones and stuff as well. But it's even if you've just got, like I said, you know, an event is one thing that you're talking about. Yeah. So you might just be talking about one particular thing, but there's different, um, you might pull out the four different benefits for that thing and then do a card on each benefit. Um, so it could be that you're an electrician and you pull out the four things that are your point of difference for why people should choose you with a cool little image and a caption for each one. So what Facebook does is the same thing like with Google is that it go it will show the highest performing cards for each audience to those to those um, people. Yeah. So it learns. So if it finds that 25-year-old females in Mackay are looking at that electrician carousel ad yeah and most of them are clicking on like click through and then click on a particular card that's like we leave your house super clean or something then it will start showing the super clean card first Ah. to other 25 year old women in Mackay because it knows that other people in that demographic have reacted to that one sort of thing so and that's where people will like run ads for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months even and stuff um, and that's fine. You know, there's all different kinds of ad strategies and things that you could do, but there's definitely benefit. If you're thinking long-term advertising, like people will spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on a 12-month TV ad campaign or a 12-month yeah. radio branding or 12-month press package, you know, try putting a quarter of that into a 12-month Facebook ad strategy and see what results it gets you because even if at the start like you're just learning and stuff by the end I mean I'd be hard unless you know something went really wrong you really should be do like have learned a lot and probably be getting a lot more than what you would be from traditional means absolutely and just to bung on with those carousel ads I feel like they get so much engagement like Compared to a normal ad. You see a sponsored ad and you're like, where did that come from? I don't even know who they are. Why would they be targeting me? Those carousel ones are dangerous when it comes to retail. They suck And Target. I swear to God, Target. And because they come back. Yeah. So, like, I'll see it and I'll be like, and I'll click through on one of their things and I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I don't need this. And then, like, a week later, they show that card to me first because I engage <laughs> with it. And they're like, oh, I remember this thing that you clicked on. Oh, it's still here. And what they do is then they reshuffle the cards as well so that the thing I clicked on, it'll be some similar products after it that I can uh, see 
like just the hint of yeah. so I like click start clicking through to have a look at you more start of that scrolling the other way it's a scroll sucker oh, yeah dude. anyway so bad fun fun tip for you there if you're keyed on those ads <laughs> so where do we access Facebook ads manager um, if you've never done an ad before it can be a little bit tricky to access ads manager so we'll put the link in the show notes um, for how to do it um, it's been changing around so it also depends on what version of Facebook you currently have so like um, you can't run Facebook ads as like yourself you need to do it for a brand page so you need to have a business page and like some business pages um, like it's from the left hand menu um, some business pages you've got to click into business studio to go to ads manager and then some of them like I can access ads manager from my jade profile drop down so right. it really depends on the version that you're running so we'll just give you a link and honestly this is what I, I just have a bookmarked yeah I don't try and find ads manager <laughs> I click on my ads manager bookmark when I want to go do Facebook ads because yeah, it's just too much of a pain trying to keep up with wherever the fuck Facebook's hiding shit these days. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> we love you. But yeah, I was say, we love you, but also. <laughs> All right, so next on our list is LinkedIn ads. So we're kind of going in our favorite list order here. Google's yeah. pretty up there. Facebook gets around a lot. LinkedIn's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn is um, like you're never going to get – there's not the volume of people. No. So it doesn't, LinkedIn doesn't have anywhere near the same amount of people as like Facebook, for example. Yeah, you're thinking about who's there and why they're there. Exactly. But LinkedIn has a lot more of a niche audience. Definitely. So while people can be on Facebook for all different reasons and you could just be like annoying the crap out of them because that's not what they're there for right then. Um, like I said, even on YouTube, like me watching the cooking ad, yeah. uh, sorry, watching the cooking show and then some cool ad comes up, yeah. but I'm not in work mode. I don't want to look at it. Yeah. LinkedIn is for work. Yeah. LinkedIn is for business. So when I'm on LinkedIn, I'm not there to be like finding out about new recipes or yeah. like finding out what my friends are doing or seeing what events are happening. I'm on LinkedIn for business. So because people are in that mindset, it's more of an engaged audience. It's probably easier to pen penetrate and get those conversions. Exactly. So your numbers will never be as high, but it also means you don't have to spend as much. So True. you're not going to get like, say, you know, 5,000 click-throughs or something like you would on Facebook. You might only get 1,000 click-throughs, but obviously you're going to spend less money. And then those 1,000 click-throughs that you get from, get you might actually get more of those converting yeah. um, if what you're advertising is appropriate to LinkedIn. Like if you are advertising... I don't know, like a new fan or something. I don't think that that's going to really grab a LinkedIn audience member. <laughs> so but compare apples with apples when you're comparing your different ad platforms. Yes, definitely. Right. So where do we see LinkedIn ads? So LinkedIn ads do um, live on LinkedIn and <laughs> well, they do. Facebook ads don't actually just stay on Facebook. Well, they migrate so, out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, and that includes all the different facets of LinkedIn. So there's like LinkedIn job sections, there's mobile LinkedIn, there's, um, you know, when you go into different pages, there's all different spots. So it's, you know, it's the same thing like with Facebook ads when you think of oh, like, 
you know, if I do a Facebook ad, it's going to appear on Facebook. But the thing is, it appears in so many different places, like yes. the sidebar as in the in the actual newsfeed, in stories, in marketplace. Like, you know, LinkedIn doesn't have as many avenues, but it definitely shows up more than just in the newsfeed sort of thing. Okay, cool. But it's only on LinkedIn. Yeah. And the, the good thing with LinkedIn targeting, though, is that because it's that business professional audience when you're doing the targeting you can actually like drill right down in a sense of like if you want to be targeting people in Kai, Bowen Basin, Hunter Valley, I don't know whatever the other mining regions and stuff are the other ones that just popped to my mind. Somewhere in WA. Yeah, no, like literally <laughs> somewhere in WA. Where in WA is mining? Like it's WA, that's all I know. North and central WA? No, yeah. It's not down the south, because that's where the mine is. <laughs> So if you are wanting to target those geographic areas and um, you wanted to target people who were supervisor level and above and their industry is mining and metals, like that's one of, you know, it, I know that, that this, the decision makers in mining companies are really difficult for people to um, market to. Yeah. But and again, too, like if the decision makers actually aren't in Mackay and the Bowen Basin, like you do have your mine site supervisors and stuff, but you might add like Brisbane and stuff into the mix there because that's where their head office is or whatever it might be. Yeah. But you can choose that you, your advertising dollars are getting spent showing your ad to people of a certain seniority level in your selected industries from like the 114 or whatever it is industries that LinkedIn has available to target. That's pretty cool. So you can knock down that demographics based on um, business and status, well, employment. Yeah, so the targeting just gets so much more refined sort of thing. So if you are looking for, you know, entry-level web developers, Mm -hmm. then that, you know, like whatever you might, whoever you might be targeting, again, remembering that LinkedIn is a business audience, so, you know, you're on there to um, advertise about business-related stuff. Yeah. You can really, yeah, the the targeting is, is really fantastic. That's pretty cool. Okay, so how do we access LinkedIn ads? Are they hard to find like Facebook? Uh, yeah, it is actually LinkedIn ads is a bit of a pain in the butt um, to access. But once you're in there, it's super easy to use. Yeah. So again, we'll put a link in the show notes on, on how to access it. But it's one of those things like, so again, I can't advertise as Jay McCauley. Mm-hmm. I need to advertise for a brand page. Yeah. But it, most of you probably won't have to worry about this. But for us, for example... You have to open a new ad account for every new page that you're um, doing ads for. Um, So, you know, because we do ads. So, like, for example, on Ads Manager, I can just have my Ads Manager account and do any ads in there. And I just pick whichever page I want to be representing. In LinkedIn, I have to set up a new account for every client to run ads for them. So if you've got, like, three different businesses, you have to set up. A different and like sorry if you've got three different brand pa- like company pages and LinkedIn yeah. for them. Say you've then, got different regions for those different pages. Yeah, yeah. you might just have different businesses like yeah. in general sort of thing. You might own a I don't know a furniture place and then a plant place sort of thing. Um, then you have to set up a LinkedIn ad account for each one of those to run ads. So which is not hard. Cool. It'll step you through it. But just a side note. And again, it's just at the start. It's just the setup part. Once a lot of these things, once you get past that initial setup part, yeah, it's very routine. It's very step by step. And a lot of them, you'll find like if you go and set up a Facebook ad and then set up a LinkedIn ad, 
you'll start to feel the rhythm of what setting up digital ads is like. Like it's very similar to each other. Fantastic. So the last place that we want to talk about for different ad types is for different media sites. So for example, if you have taken out the likes of a press ad, um, platforms like APN, so your newspaper, um, will have digital ads that they can package in with your press ad. So where do we see it? On their websites, generally speaking. Yeah. And so with these ones, they're a little bit different from those other ad types that we were talking about before where you can log in and have a look at um, all the data and set them up and change them yourself. Yeah, you don't have control over them. That that company is advertising for you. That's it. This is a more traditional style, but it's online. So yeah. um, you basically give them your ad and then they set it up on their platform. And so it could be that you do, for example, you might do a homepage takeover and that will give you like the leaderboard like the banner sorry along the top and then the two sides as well or um, it could be that you want to be shown on all of the business articles for a particular newspaper and so like you basically they can tailor packages and stuff to make sure that you're being shown to the audience that you want to be shown to and this one I find is like the reason why I think it's a good one to consider is even though you don't have the control over it and you can't see the, the data in real time like you can with all of the others, media sites have massive amounts of traffic and like a huge amount of um, what we use social media for is to actually find out news. Yeah. So news is like the one of the very, very top reasons why um, we use most of our social media platforms. Obviously not the likes of TikTok and Snapchat. They're not news related. <laughs> but, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn and even Insta, the majority of our engagement stuff like that is with news-related um, posts. And so I think that still shows you that there is, even though newspaper circulation and TV news and all that sort of stuff might be dying in the arse a bit, the fact is that news media even if we don't agree with it we're still looking for it we still want to see what's going on and want to know it's about a, it it is it's a big part of the content that we consume yeah and so the traffic that goes to these um news media websites is huge uh you know what i mean they've got great seo because think about like i mean you think about like our little local paper so yeah. we're in Mackay. we've got like a population of 120,000 or something across our whole freaking region and our little Mercury newspaper um, stopped printing completely. Now it just comes out on a Friday. Yeah. They still, that little tiny regional paper, uploads like maybe, what, six or seven news stories a day onto the website. So think of the amount of fresh content that they're uploading with all different keywords all of the time that are relevant and targeted to our geographic area because we've got Mackay and everything like that all over it. Yeah. Now, they're a part of – they don't have their own separate website. No. They are a part of APN or ARM or whichever one it is now. I don't give a shit. And all of – so, like, Gimpy Times, the Cairns Post, all of those – all of their websites are basically a part of one larger website. I think it's even with the Courier Mail and stuff now, too. Exactly. Like it's not even just regional newspapers. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. Metro Publications, too. So, that's what I mean. If one little regional place yeah. is uploading – you know, a few stories a day, multiply that by all the other regional and then the other metro publications and oh, everything man. underneath that media. Google bots are crawling over this thing. And constantly. so they have excellent SEO. 
And so that's why advertising on those platforms can actually be really cost effective as well. So in addition to um, print media, like we've just talked about, there's also like your local radio stations. They do the same thing with their ads packages. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if theirs is as evolved um, as the press. The press ones are definitely very sophisticated in yeah. what they offer. I'm sure that radio is kind of coming along, but... And TV as well? Again, I don't really know how much of an offering they're putting into it's, it. It's worth checking out. If you are doing one of those traditional advertising, ask them what digital advertising they can add in to boost your, your package mm. pretty much. TV definitely have like an incredibly, incredibly sophisticated digital advertising platform, but not just like on their news website, yeah. if that makes sense. So theirs is through their streaming and all that sort of stuff. Um, like 7 Plus, for example. Yeah, that's where most of the audience would probably, well, oh. I wouldn't say most of the audience would probably be 50-50. Who knows? Mm. Good question. But yeah, so though, though, like, so TV's digital offering is definitely very kind of um, intense and involved, etc. But yeah, it's a little bit different from like the press ones. I think if you're just getting started and I think that's we're sort of trying to do an overview of getting started. If you were looking at advertising with digital and you wanted to do it on a media platform, yeah. press is like the most straightforward one to understand, yeah. I think. As always, we've gone off on a tangent, but hopefully that was <laughs> never, never happens. What do you mean? Look, that's why you listen, right? <laughs> okay, so they're the four ad types that we wanted to talk to you about today with our digital ad slowdown. Um, our wrap up for today is if you're getting started with digital ads and you haven't had a go before, check out Ads Manager. Facebook's probably a good one to get started on and have a play around with. Um, as we said, there's going to be a link in the show notes for you to find that. Yep. You can't break it. If you do, <laughs> let us know when Zuckerberg calls you. <laughs> We're dying to hear from you. Yeah, we might even get you on the show. Who knows? <laughs> um, so give it a go. Set yourself up an ad. It doesn't even have to be a big ad spend. We're just saying 20 bucks. Set it for a day or two. Have a play. Play with your audiences. That's the big thing with this. You're not going to set the same audience for every ad. You do think about how you can break it down, talk to different people, um, and, and see what happens. You're just playing with it to get those results and go bigger and better as you get the hang of it, really. Yeah, basically. I think that's the whole thing with these is that, yes, you can pay people to do it for you. but yeah, we'll do it for you. But a lot of these platforms... Um, they really do step you through the process. It's just a matter of you having a go. And yeah. if you just go, okay, I'm just going to spend some time this afternoon and go into Ads Manager and I'm going to just pick an audience, create an ad that I think will be um, appealing to them and then put $20 on it and then I'm going to look at it tomorrow and just see what happened. That's all you need to do to start. And it's just going to be those first steps that – and trust me, as you start to see like clicks and stuff happening, you'll be like, oh, oh, people are responding to my ad. Oh, I can do this. And then you might try a different ad and that might do better or it might do worse. And then you can compare it to the previous one and go, oh, what was different? What was better? What did, you know, yeah. and that's where the more you do it, the more you'll learn. But getting started is really easy. So very much recommend that you do it. And don't get scared about writing that, the, the text for that. I feel like that's what a lot of people get hung up on. They get hung up on doing. Writing is the easy bit. <laughs> we, we're allowed to say that. <laughs> but, but it doesn't always come easy for everyone. So just think of it as one of what, something you would put on your social media page and, and add a little call to action to it so that it's actually taking someone on the journey. Mm. And even think of it too, like if you, for example, like say you got your website done by a professional 
you know, website developer, etc. So like you've got like all this copy and everything on your website that's been oh, written to that. yeah exactly if things have been even if it was say someone you've had a professional copywriter write a brochure for you like, it doesn't have to be digital no. if you've got professional copy that's been written for you somewhere repurpose it. yeah copy and paste tweak it so that you know it makes sense for how people are going to be seeing it and and just get started just have a play because you can't break it and you might even actually do well from it who knows? It's kind of what it's there for. And look, if it doesn't go well, and I'm not really sure how it wouldn't, mm. just delete it. Yeah. Start again. <laughs> it's not there forever. That's absolutely right. All right, guys. Good luck with your digital ads. We hope you learned something. Um, and check out the show notes for some more links. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.